This is the Studio Alchemy Podcast, episode 108, How to Find Peace. Our quote of the day comes from Marcus Aurelius. Always think of the universe as one single organism with a single substance and a single soul. Hello, everyone. The purpose of this podcast is to explore creative ways to transform our lives using the artistic process. Alchemy was the ancient study of changing materials from one thing into another, and we all do this every day. Every choice you make is transforming our world. On this podcast, we hunt for the wise balance between accepting what is and taking empowered action. My name is Addie Hirshton. I am an artist. I sign my paintings with the name Vita. I teach art classes and have written a few books, including my new book, The Alchemy of Symbols, which we will be reading from today. To find out more about my projects, classes, and to sign up for my art newsletter, I encourage you to go to my website, which is studioalchemy.art. And now for our topic of the day. So this episode is an excerpt from my book, The Alchemy of Symbols, How to Use the Power of Images to Transform Your Life. Today we are reading the final chapter, chapter eight, How to Find Peace. And uh, I will add that in the book, there really are two major sections. There's the introduction and chapters one through eight, and those are essays on symbolism and what symbols mean and what we can learn from them. And then the second half is an encyclopedia of symbols. So I'm, I've been going through and reading every chapter from the book on the podcast, but I'm not going to read the encyclopedia because that would be kind of boring and tedious. The encyclopedia is intended for, oh, if you have a dream about uh, dogs, you can look up dog, what, what might that mean? Um, so th this is the final chapter of the book that we are going to be reading on the podcast, and then we can after today's episode, move on to other things. I'd like to share a special thanks to the Indiana Arts Commission for their generous grant that helped me to write this book. And if you'd like a copy of the illustrated book, please go to my website, studioalchemy.art, for a link to purchase it. And now for our chapter eight, How to Find Peace. Before joining the Confederate Army in the Civil War, a man named George Dixon was given a $20 gold coin by his girlfriend. He put it in his pocket for good luck. During the Battle of Shiloh, he was shot in the leg. and Instead of wounding him, the bullet bounced off the coin in his pants pocket sparing his life. Dixon treasured the coin even more after this incident, always carrying it on his body like a talisman, a symbol of luck and love. The charm of the coin did not continue, however. In 1864, George Dixon was aboard one of the first submarines, the Hunley CSS, when it sank after attacking a Union Army ship. 
For many years, the story of Dixon's gold coin was thought to be only a legend until the Hunley was rediscovered in the year 2000. On Dixon's body, the coin was found with an inscription Shiloh, April 6, 1862, My Life Preserver, GED. I share this story, obviously not to romanticize the racist confederacy, but to show how even while fighting a war, soldiers grasp at symbols of love. The more desperate their situation and the farther from home they are, the more important these items become. It is as if they must balance the strife with hope. Even during the ugliest times, good things emerge. The pendulum swings. What goes up must come down. In this collection of symbols, I want to have it all the good, the bad, and the ugly. I am adding as much as I can, all the while knowing that no book could contain every symbol, every truth. Whitman wrote, the truth includes all. I know I can't get at it all in this book, although I think Whitman tried to in his, but hopefully I can hint at the bigger picture the woven tapestry of threads that includes everything. The yin and yang symbol from China represents the natural balance of opposites. We must recognize opposites in order to see the whole picture of creation. Life and death, good and evil, day and night, man and woman are all opposites. To acknowledge truth, we must recognize both sides of any natural opposite. It should be noted that some symbols that we label as opposites are not. Skin tone is one of them. White people are not white. They are shades of peach. Black people are not black. They are shades of brown. And of course, there is a wide range of skin tones that fall between peach and brown, creating a beautiful spectrum of colors. Whoever originally labeled people as being black and white wanted to push the spectrum toward opposition. We are more alike than we are different. Sometimes, if we are not careful, symbolic language can divide us rather than bring us together. In the ancient study of alchemy, enlightenment was thought to come from a set of steps. The last step was the sacred marriage. This act was symbolically represented by the union of male and female into the form of a hermaphrodite what alchemists were getting at is that in order to have union, the opposites must come together. In sexual reproduction, a human cannot come into being without both the father and the mother. 
Day cannot exist without night to complement it. Polar forces create the dynamic tension of magnets. The variety of symbols combine to show the entire picture of our world. We must acknowledge all symbols to be unified, to be whole. This doesn't mean that we have to like all symbols. It means we accept that they exist, then choose which ones to embrace. To pretend that bad things do not exist is a form of denial. Acceptance helps you find peace. Acceptance gives you the strength to face bad things, to banish or censor bad symbols and the evil they represent will not heal wounds. Because of the coronavirus, I suspect there is a generation of kids that did not learn ring around the rosy. In this ancient game, children hold hands, then dance in a circle. Like most songs from folklore, different words to the tune developed over time. I learned, ring around the rosy, a pocket full of posy, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. The cows are in the meadow, eating buttercups, thunder, lightning, we all stand up. Children act out the words, fall down and stand up, creating an endless loop to the game. One theory for the symbolic meaning of the words developed after World War II. People speculated that the words to this song might have been inspired by the Black Plague. The ring around the rosy might represent the rings formed on the skin when someone has the plague. Posies might represent the floral herbs someone would use to try to prevent the plague. And falling down might represent falling down dead. <laughs> well, since folklorists cannot find a reference for this explanation before World War II, this theory is generally thought to be false. But I find it fascinating. People looked for an explanation for the symbolic words in the song, death, haunting even small children, was found as a possible answer. We will never know who wrote the original version of Ring Around the Rosie and why. Most folk songs are this way. They are created slowly over time by many people until they are as smooth as river stones, carrying something true contributed by each person who sang them. What we do know from this story is that there is a common drive for people to explain life and death through symbolic metaphor. And there is a common drive to gather together on a fine spring day to laugh and dance. The dance could take place around the maypole or in a disco, but the drive is the same. I was worried at one point that we might lose some of those social traditions like Ring Around the Rosie because of the coronavirus pause, but now I am not. The different ways we symbolically act out our feelings will change slowly over time, each art form and person saying it a little bit differently, but there will always be the dance of symbols. We will ring around the rosy and then waltz.
and then country line dance, and then do the Charleston, and then the pony, and then the twist, and then the ska, and then we'll go back to reading around the Rosie. The names are different, but the sentiment is the same. There will always be symbols like flower petals thrown at weddings and candles to light the church. There will always be celebrations that people will act out with the language of symbols. Nothing, not even the coronavirus, will stop this drive. May we come together again holding hands to dance around the circle. And I'm just going to interject and say, I, I wrote that a couple of years ago. And here we are at the end of 2023. And yes, dances are happening again. And it's so heartwarming to read my words that I wrote at that moment when no one was gathering together and holding hands to dance in a circle. And I love that we are again. All right, continuing on <laughs> with my reading. Harmony can only come when a chord is struck. In music, this is when different tones sound together. In symbolism, it is when opposite elements like yin and yang and the full spectrum between are honored. To heal, we must have union. To have peace, we must acknowledge the many pieces that make up the puzzle that is symbolic language. Symbols are tools that can be used to communicate and better our understanding of ourselves. Symbols are tools of healing. On the dry desert island of Paros, Greece, I came across this sign. And there's a photo of it. It says, Butterfly Valley Admission for Drachmos uh, for Support and Maintenance. Following it, I found a lush tropical oasis. A valley held moisture, creating a wet, steamy environment, perfect for butterflies to flourish. Thousands of butterflies flittered around me. Everyone walked slowly and in silence as if it was a cathedral. Within every desert, there is an oasis, a spot where life can grow. Every extreme has an opposite. And if you start looking the symbols that resonate with you are within your reach. Follow them. They are guideposts leading you toward peace. The main message of this chapter. Symbols can help us to heal divisions if we accept what is and embrace what is life-affirming. We can emerge from adversity unified with all of creation. Questions to ask yourself, what symbols have helped you find peace? And that ends our chapters in our book, The Alchemy of Symbols, How to Use the Power of Images to Transform Your Life. This concludes the Studio Alchemy podcast. May these thoughts and stories comfort and heal your spirit. May you be filled with inspiration. May you be like the lotus flower and build your home in the muddy water. May you find your voice. <laughs>